Breakfast puppies? This podcast contains adult language and content and is meant for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. It's the Glitter Boys! Yeah, darling. Okay, this topic has been sitting on our discussion list forever, and I just want to go ahead and cross it off. So, <laughs> yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. This is a kind of a freeform discussion that I had been kicking around as as an idle shower thought idea, and that is, what if we took the concept of the Avengers as in the Marvel Avengers, but then adapted that party template to Rifts? Who would be what? Who would be what? Like, how would we okay. take the character that is in the Avengers and map their role in the party over to Rifts? Now, preferably, we're just using the core book. But, you know, if, if we find some really good ideas on this, we can expand into other books if there's a better match. Right. I mean, I want to talk about the easiest one to me is Hawkeye Wilderness Scout. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Captain America is obviously a juicer. Hmm. A juicer? Yeah. Deadly yeah, yeah, yeah. Full of, in fact, a lot of people in the Marvel Cinematic Universe are juicers. I mean, yeah, there's so many of those uh, characters that come from the, uh, well, you know, they address this in Heroes Unlimited. It's the experiment background where yeah. you have all of these powers, but it came from some kind of a government scientific experiment. That would definitely be Captain America juicer, 100%. Mm. Yeah. I'd actually like to see him with that 80s long style mohawk, too, and the Ray-Bans. <laughs> I, I would love to see that actor in, in that with the, with the football armor. <laughs> what is that actor's name? Uh, you know, I don't know. I was really into the X-Men. The, the Avengers are okay, but... Chris Evans. Yeah, Chris Evans. Okay. You know, comic-wise, as a teenager i was never super super into supers the only ones that i really read a lot of was excalibur but i was really into the x-men cartoon yeah i mean if you were a kid in the 90s the x-men cartoon was the shit <laughs> it was the cartoon yeah yeah like i right i can't get that theme song out of my head it pops into my head at least once a week it's burned <laughs> into my my memory but and it was so it was so spot on with the car with the comics too. It was one of the best translations I think of anything ever. Yeah, agreed. With the Avengers, I feel like they, you know, true to the spirit of how comic books frequently have different writers, the mm -hmm. Avengers movies will always have different directors and writers. So I guess that yeah. works. But I feel that there's no theme keeping me in. Like everybody talks about how bad the dc movies are and how they're all grimdark but you know what at least they have a cohesive theme like yeah at least they fit that theme and they follow it instead of just throwing it to the wolves and seeing you know what grab bag theme <laughs> we're gonna have for this movie this week yeah i'm just tired of seeing batman's parents killed i'll, I'll be honest like I, we we all know the story of batman cultural touchstone doesn't need to be redone well, same with Spider-Man. We know Uncle Ben dies. And you know what? You don't have to keep rubbing yeah. that in my face. It's sad. <laughs> I don't need that. 
I know, great power, great responsibility, blah, 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 blah. Come on, Spider-Man, just kick some ass. <laughs> yeah, but but do it cleverly. Um, <laughs> so, so, Tony Stark. Iron Man. Iron Man. So, with that, if, if we're just going to stick with the core book, you know, you might be first tempted to say Glitter Boy. But I don't robot, think that's right. Robot pilot. but Robot yeah. pilot. Because robot pilot yeah. starts with multiple suits of armor and they can fly. <laughs> so they get, they can well, get a flying suit, you know? I think, in, and I might be wrong. I'd say actually he is a rogue scientist. Oh, yeah. Oh, Because oh, the yeah. suit does all the stuff. Like he, he's just a drunk, you know? <laughs> rogue scientist. Hmm. Yeah. The suit has the attacks, not him, you know? Yeah. As as somebody who, as a game master, who just last year and the year before went and individually statted up one of every character class. Mm-hmm. So I, I statted up one of every character class as a default using a set of average human stats. And then I plugged them in and I have these spreadsheets. So I plug it in and it immediately will calculate that character at level 1, 3, 5, 7, 9, 11, 13, and 15. And I, I made one of these for all the core classes and all of the CS classes in uh, both the core book and the Coalition War campaign. Uh-huh. And let me tell you, it's amazing seeing the difference in attacks per melee of a robot pilot out of their suit versus a robot pilot in their suit. Yeah. <laughs> like, like holy okay, that, shit! That makes sense. So maybe dual class though, because I think I think like the main thing is Tony Stark is not Iron Man is not Tony Stark. Kind of. I mean, like because he's an inventor. That that's his thing. He he does weapon systems. So I don't know. Okay, I I'm pulling up the uh, butts edition. Doesn't have a robot pilot, <laughs> as far as I can tell. Yeah, well, I, I know there's one in the Ultimate Edition. I don't know what the, the Ultimate Edition pilot skills are, but I, I I think you're you're right. I think Rogue Scientist, your initial gut reaction there just makes more sense because yeah. his whole origin story, at least if we're going by the movies, his whole origin story was he was just a charismatic scientist who mm-hmm. started selling weapons got trapped in a bunker in the desert somewhere and built himself a suit to fight his way out. <laughs> so, right. That sounds like a robot scientist uh, or a, yeah, a rogue scientist kind of thing. So yeah, spot on. All right. Who else do we got? So that's uh, Iron Man, Captain America, Hawkeye. Like who, who else really counts? Uh, well, there's Thor. <laughs> so uh, DB, <laughs> Well, there's a. This was one where we would have to go to another book, and I want to say it's yeah. either the conversion book, I think that has the demigods. The yeah, yeah. Because he would essentially be a demigod, or or ooh, what if we? Well, no, 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 no. I'm thinking of a different character. Uh, my brain was like. Oh, what about a, a Cosmo Knight from Phase World, which is a setting we haven't really talked much about on this podcast. But let's just say Cosmo Knights are the best at everything ever. And <laughs> I'm thinking not so much Thor. That would be closer to Silver Surfer. Yeah. Um, 
the thing, though. I mean, there he is in fact a DB, though, because it's it's not really tied to humanity except through an act of will. Like they they are an an alien dimensional race, the the Asgardians. Kit, okay, can Thor be stabbed to death by a guy with a knife? Um, no, I'm not talking about would a guy would they. Would they beat him in the fight? But if somebody were to stand right in front of him and just stab him repeatedly in the chest with a switchblade, you know, fucking Lords of Hell, some gang from Uptown New York in the 80s, if he could come up and just flick it, you're in the wrong part of town, pal, and then stab him a few <laughs> times in the chest with a knife, would that kill Thor? No. Okay. So he's definitely mega damage. Yeah. Hmm. I think there's an Asgardian. OCC. Even. Yeah, that, that's where I'm going right now. I was looking near Centaurs and Cyber Horsemen, which incidentally, that was an amazing picture <laughs> in, uh, in the conversion book. I'm yeah. trying to figure out Thor because there, there's a lot of different things he could be. So my question, the book in front of you is if you yeah. look at the title, if you look at the front cover, does it say Rift's conversion yeah. book or does it say Rift's conversion book one? Rift's conversion book. Fuck yeah. That means you have the first one. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, maybe an ogre. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to the bottom of this. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully, dear listener, if you have an idea, join our Discord and throw that in the channel and let us know how wrong we are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also, I mean, like, you know, magic power of editing here. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a section here that's um, Heroes and Super Spies, uh, uh, Heroes Unlimited. Yeah. Converting Heroes Unlimited characters to Rifts is insane. As, yeah. as a child of the 90s who did that many times in middle school, I don't recommend anyone ever actually allow that in their games unless you're prepared for the consequences. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I, I thought there was like an Asgard... Um, kind of god thing i'm just i'm just seeing the the mansters all right it's conversion book two which is pantheons oh. of the megaverse that's what i'm looking for here and yeah there are uh here we go let's take a look at the norse pantheon we have stats for odin and loki that's neat uh page 146 so he would be thor in in yeah but if we were going to make a character inspired by him that wasn't actually mm -hmm. thor uh i don't do i i don't see thor am i just i don't see thor thor good for them thor gets way too much press to be honest like oh, nope there he is sorry <laughs> but it's a really fucking good kevin long piece Oh my god. That's fantastic. Hold on, I'm gonna show you a fucking screenshot here because this this is an epic piece that you that you need to see. <laughs> that that's that's amazing. That is actually pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, but you know, this is this is a character this is a god. This is the stats of a god. If we were to have a character mm -hmm. inspired by him. Elementalist? Thunder? Ooh! Ooh! A really buff warlock with a magic hammer. Hmm. Yeah. That could work. 
But he also he also lightning and storms are his domain. So I mean something to something to do with storms. That's why I was thinking elementalist. I mean elemental warlocks are right fucking mm-hmm. there. The 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 air elementals have all the lightning and storms that you could ever want. That could be an interesting take. Make Thor a mage. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. I like this idea. <laughs> I like this idea a lot. Okay. okay so there's a there's a few Thors and and a uh Thor as attributed by, you know, Bob sitting at mm-hmm. your table. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> So, let's see. Who else counts as core classes? Uh core characters. Like Spidey makes appearances, but uh what? Hulk? Oh, Hulk. Is there any equivalent to the Hulk in core rifts? Uh crazy. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just like the mentals. That's not the physicals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know the Hulk is immediately buildable in Heroes Unlimited, but mm-hmm. we're trying not to use Heroes Unlimited here. We're doing analogs. But if we were to do Heroes Unlimited, I know that they have, you can build like restrictions on your power. So that your power only happens during certain things, like when you get angry, and then you have like limitations on it. Mm-hmm. Hulk is infinitely buildable in Heroes Unlimited, but this is Rifts. Oh my god! If we ever do Heroes Unlimited, I just had an idea because there's other emotions, right? And which one do you most commonly feel yourself, NPC? Me? Like everyone wants to say, like you know, love or affection or something, but for me, I know it's snark, and I want to be. The incredible snark whose powers only come around when he's sarcastic <laughs> or he's feeling slighted. I would say mine, and this is this is me being serious for a moment. Mine is being judgmental. Like I I feel that I try my damnness not to. And I used to be way worse about it. And it it is a conscious struggle every day to not be judgmental a bit. With random people that I meet. I, I Fortunately, I'm past the point where I apply this to those in my life. But random bloke online that I don't know, I immediately judge them. Mm-hmm. Person on the street, if they have a sour looking face, I hate that person. They're an asshole. In right. fact, I can, I can name my like 18 things in their life that they probably did to have a shitty day. And I'm like, man, what? <laughs> uh, see, I would, have, I would have a negative superpower based on being judgmental. Okay. <laughs> you know, and I'm trying to fight it. I just, all right. Anyway, probably said too much there, but, uh, you know, moment, <laughs> moment of honesty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was going to go with the real stuff. I, I chose snark, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Not, uh, you know, the crippling ADHD laziness that infects me every moment of my life. Oh, so, man. If, if I could turn I mean, that into a superpower, fuck, I would rule the world. I am the organizer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, let's let's reel this part back in. <laughs> uh, Incredible Hulk, though. Incredible Hulk. Hmm. So th- there's there's the two aspects. There's uh, the physical and the mental, but you also have to keep in mind that uh, Bruce Banner is also a scientist. Mm-hmm. So what about? Is there any any? Sp- Bell that causes the caster himself to stack on the 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 buffness. 
There's, I think it's called, uh, no, there's my brain. I know armor of Ithan. I can't remember the strength one. There's a, but there is a strength Mm -hmm. spell. Because you're not going to get a scientist and the, and the buff. And he was gamma radiation, if I recall correctly. Here's, here's a thought. Mm -hmm. In Palladium Fantasy. I want to say it's the Adventures in the Northern Wilderness book. Either the first, might be the second one, but I think it was the first one. In it, there is an adventure where it ultimately ends with the player characters being in this cave that is about to be flooded with water. But in that cave are several rune weapons. And if you have familiarity with Palladium, rune weapons are those super awesome things that everyone wants, but no one wants. Because you're going to get a shitload of power and it's going to have a great cost. There is a rune weapon in there that it tempts you to grab it. And if you grab it, you become, I think it's Necrom the Destroyer. Your entire personality is wiped out. And then you become like you... You channel this demon into you and you become the living embodiment of Necrom the Destroyer. Now that's interesting. What if Bruce Banner, the rogue scientist, is a cursed, is a rogue scientist with a cursed item? Yeah. Mm. I would say that would be a pretty easy way to take it from one to the other. Yeah. Because nothing else really fits for that one. At least nothing in the first few books that we've talked about. There is in Rift's New West, I think. It's either New West or Spirit West has the mountain giants, but they don't transform. Mm -hmm. They're just, that's how big they are. They have Hulk-like strength. But yeah, I think he's got a cursed item or something. You know, it, it might... It might actually, to take it back to the beginning, it might actually be uh, the crazy because you get 3d6 times 10 SDC and 5d6 hit points plus 1d6 to PE. What about physical strength? But that's, it's just not enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's physical endurance. And then it's 2d4 to PS with a base of 19. Like you have to start at 19, then add up to eight more. Yeah. So it could be a high roll crazy. Could be. You got the, the bio regen, the enhanced healing, delusions and insanity. It could be. You get to roll a whole bunch on the phobias and insanities and neurosis and psychosis. I think the main key here, though, is there's an extreme Jekyll and Hyde situation that goes far beyond the mental. It's a 100% physical transformation. Hulk is hard. Hulk is yeah. hard. Let's skip on. Hey, Discord, help us. Okay. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah. Tell us what you think. <laughs> All right. I think the only one of the other one I can think of is uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. The Black Widow, I believe. Black Widow. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I don't know if that's um, a problem with the actress or a problem with the writers, but I feel that Black Widow is just, she is somehow more boring than Jeremy Renner. <laughs> I mean, ninjas and super spies, the the operator, military specialist. I mean, she she came up military wise, didn't she? Wasn't she like a government agent of some kind? I think so. Does she have powers of any kind or is she just somebody with a shitload of skills? 
and gear um martial arts i think it's like she's the the key power type okay well then if we're gonna pop this into rifts uh she's gonna be probably a head hunter closest thing i can think of in the core book yeah yeah uh all right expanded we got spider-man dr strange what's spider-man okay spider-man like he's teenage mutant ninja turtles right (laughs) he's he's after the bomb he is a spider-man just he spent all the points in in human oh like he looks like that walks he talks human yeah, 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 and but he has got all the, the <laughs> yeah, and you know he sticks and he can he has the strength and the decks and yeah. I, if we're gonna, that could work if we ported it in from Ninja Turtles. But what if this was a? How mm. would we do this as a Rift's character? And my thought would be, again, if we're sticking with some of the core stuff, make him a Borg, right? But very, 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 very minimal cybernetics. Specific. Yeah. Yeah. Very specifically focused kind of stuff. Yeah, because he can get hit with a truck. Mm-hmm. So he definitely has the skeleton. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that, that works for, for core. Now, we could also do him as a mage, a line walker type. Just pick a whole enough spells... There's wall crawling, there's web slinging, there's all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. All of those those powers that he has can be replicated as spells. Put on some MTC magical armor, armor of Ithan or whatnot. <gasps> Techno wizard. Wizard. What? What? Techno wizard. Because he's an inventor. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but he's like a young inventor. He's still in school. But yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, that that would work. Techno wizard for him. Techno wizard. Boom. Um, Doctor Strange is, of course, you know, any one of the magics. Shifter. Mm-hmm. He's either a shifter or a line rifter. He's got a lot of dimensional powers. Now, he knows magic, but at least from <gasps> the movies, everything focuses on wait, him wait. having like teleportation and dimensional powers. Didn't the uh, temporal mage have the same kind of dimensional walks as well? Because they're all about the weird pocket universes and then then flipping the universe forty five degrees and yeah, Doctor Strange yeah, they did. is a temporal mage. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god! Yeah, temporal wizard. <gasps> yeah. Wow. There we go. Temporal wizard. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Finally happened. Okay. Um, is there anyone else who should really be in there? Uh. Because the the thing changes every now and then. Like the lineup changes. Ant-Man? Ant-Man? Ant-Man. Uh, oh, oh, that's an interesting one. Ant-Man. Uh, also a temporal... <laughs> I mean, I, uh, he's, he's also... He's like Spider-Man, except he grows. He's just got a cool suit. He's just a guy with yeah. a suit. So I would put him as an RPA, robot pilot, or... Robot power armor pilot, but with like a cool gadget, like something that yeah, shrinks. with with a techno wizard gadget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there's uh, who, who who was the okay? Who was the guy? Um, it was a black actor who stopped him Falcon? when 
Falcon. Was that it? I think. I think so. Yeah, I, I don't remember much about. God, it's been so long since I saw that movie. But I, remember, I remember he could fly, and he was played by a black actor. Was it Falcon or? or I think so. Or, okay, he's like an operator type. He's like a a, a soldier. Yeah, wasn't he? I I don't know. I don't know if he was fleshed out in something else because I haven't seen all of the movies. Just yeah, yeah. I saw the Avengers movies and I saw the Ant Man movies because Paul Rudd is one of my favorite actors alive. That's, that's all I got. Yeah, I th- I think that's it for the for the major ones though. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. And there's War Machine, and War Machine I would say is a glitter boy because yeah. He, he kind of does the whole power armor thing, but his power armor is all about kicking ass. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, some of the ethos too of, of the glitter boy comes with him. Like he, he's, he's the sheriff in town a, a little bit to Tony yeah. Stark's wild man, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I could see that. Are there any more women? <sighs> I mean, is it just a bunch of bros su- supporting in and out, you know, yeah. it's, it's always been, it's always kind of been that way. Okay. And honestly, I haven't seen them all. Uh, what about Bucky? Uh, Bucky is a Borg. He has Borg arm. Okay, there you go. Borg. Yeah. And, you know, a bit juicer, but... <laughs> <laughs> like, some of these don't don't fit perfectly. Some of them yeah. are, are multi-class, definitely. Yeah. I'd like so, to say that's all of them. Sorry, go ahead. No, I think that's all of them. I think that covers all of the major ones. So, now that we have them all defined... We have power scales here across the charts. Everything from some rogue scientists. And in fact, in fact, someone like Ant-Man, I wouldn't even say that he's a rogue scientist or something or whatever, or not even an operator. Because of his skill set, I might put him, at least as he portrayed in the movies, all the way down at vagabond status. He's a nobody. Yeah, did he, like swipe that suit? He stole it. He is a nobody. Yeah. <laughs> He's a guy with a criminal record who found a super suit. That's right. Yeah. No, I think you're right. Okay. Yeah. yeah Vagabonder so, city rat. Vagabonder city rat. There. Yeah. Exactly. He is. He is the low man on the totem pole. But he's got a cool ass suit, and then we go all the way yeah. up to being a fucking god. <laughs> right. And Rifts is the kind of game, I believe, that allows that kind of play. It's if you if you take inspiration from something like the Avengers people, you can see different ways to give everybody different things to do. And a lot of that has to do with not being afraid to split the party. Not everybody has to be in the same scene at the same time. People are like, oh, what's the rogue scholar supposed to do while the glitter boy is shooting all the things? Well, the rogue scholar should probably be somewhere else doing rogue scholar shit that is equally as important to just blowing up the bad guys. Just as they do with the Avengers movies, they're almost never together except at that last scene, you know? The critical moment, yeah. Where they have the group pose and they fight the fucking (laughs) demons or gods or alien invaders or whatever the hell that's really the only time that you have to do it, but they still can communicate because they have, mm-hmm. you know, science, they have synergy, whatever they're doing in one scene constantly feeds back to the other. I like it. Yeah. I, I like, in fact, that's something you do a lot in your games is, uh, is, you know, scene swiping from one to the other. 
and uh, see, seeing where different people are doing different things. That was one of the things I really enjoyed about playing in your campaigns. I like to call it the horizontal slide transition uh, or the wipe as George Lucas did. But for me, it's yeah. horizontal slide transition. You know, you got to give it more syllables to make it sound more special. <laughs> it certainly does. I did not think we'd get this long on this topic. I think I think the Hulk was at least a third of it, though. The Hulk. Was yeah, fine. we we had a good chat on Thor too. Yeah, yeah. Someone put that on a T-shirt. The Hulk was hard. Well, I'm I, sure I will get all the right <laughs> kinds of attention for that. It it also it makes sense though. They are the most powerful characters. Yeah, the Hulk is the only one who could beat Thor, right? Like. Yeah. Couldn't he just fucking beat Thor one-on-one in a fight? Like, Thor's a god! He is Thor! Is there such a thing as an emotion elemental? <laughs> like, n- not in, maybe in this system, like a like a, a paragon of, of, of something? There are what are called entities, and mm-hmm. entities are Palladium's answer to spirits and ghosts. So they're... And they do draw power from emotions. I'm thinking... Like a, a distilled version, like the Hulk is distilled anger, right? Is the, yeah. the end result of everyone's everyone's anger distilled into one massive green form? Yeah, I, I I can't off the top of my head think of something, but I'm sure someone who is listening knows the perfect match for for an anger spirit or an anger god or some kind of yeah. anger magic, maybe. Yeah. So drop that in uh, Breakfast Puppies Discord. We'll see you yep. there. Because <laughs> I got nothing else on on Thor. This does lead us interestingly into our next recording, though. Because while I more. haven't, <laughs> yeah, while, while while I haven't read every Palladium book because that's quite a task. Well, I'm sure there is something out there because Palladium. <laughs> yeah, I just want to close out with my whole purpose of this experiment was ultimately what I was saying a moment ago. Like the whole the the, the punchline we should say is the the demonstration that you can create interesting groups that that are friends, that are a party, that have an identity as a party in both media and whatever game you're playing. You can create these groups that are so disparate in power levels. They don't have to all be similar. We don't have to all have the same experience points. We don't have to all be able to contribute equally. We don't have to be playing fourth edition Dungeons and Dragons. You can make groups vastly different in their power levels and still have a fantastic game where everybody has fun and feels like their character did something awesome, except for Scarlett Johansson, because I can't remember anything that she did in any of the movies. It's, it's legs around the neck a lot. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, again, I think that's the thing with the writing. I don't think they gave her enough to do. <laughs> no, no. I mean, mm. uh, it's, it's basically a uh, resident evil without the zombies. It's the exact same move set. Oh, so she's, she's Mila Jovovich, but yeah. But surrounded by people more awesome than her. Okay. Yes. Uh, well, let's close this out. Sorry, ScarJo. Right. If you're listening to this, I apologize. I, I like you in a but lot of other things. Seriously, thanks but, for listening to that. Yep. 
<laughs> all, right, all right, everyone. We'll catch you next week. Yeah, again, check us out on Discord, breakfastpuppies.com slash Discord. Links are in the show notes. And unless you're on YouTube, because YouTube doesn't like embedded links for some fucking reason. Eh, whatever. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to The Glitter Boys, a Palladium Books fan podcast. Glitter Boys, Rifts, the Megaverse, and all other such topics are the property of Kevin Sambita and Palladium Books. Please buy all their stuff and help keep them in print and making more games. You can order directly at palladiumbooks.com, and their entire catalog is available digitally at DriveThruRPG as well. Our opening music is 8-Bit Bass and Lead by Furby Guy from freesound.org. This closing music is Caravana by Philip Gross, available at freemusicarchive.org. All sound effects used are self-made or acquired via Creative Commons Zero License. If you like what you have heard, find us on Twitter and Facebook as The Glitter Boys. That's B-O-I-S. And check us out online at breakfastpuppies.com slash glitterboys. And also join us on the Breakfast Puppies Network Discord at breakfastpuppies.com slash discord. And if you want to help us out, please spread the word and help us build a community. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time. This is me at two o'clock. That's what I'm doing. That still looks a little low to me. I'm going to bring it up to where I thought it was. How about this? This is me at about... At about 2.45. And you just kind of like keep it on a lip or like move it across. Like I was doing gum and toothpicks and that just filled me with splinters and like whatever polyethyl ethylene sweetener they put in gum. And I was just like, you know, I remember like my granddad said, if you want to quit smoking, suck a button. I'm like, that sounds like suck a button. I'm never doing that until I, you know, started, uh, no quitting. It freaking works. Anyway, that's a long story of why I have a button in my mouth.